in exciting news. I think it's exciting. I think it's exciting too. The bar-tailed godwit. The bar-tailed godwit is a record-breaking bird. Now, sadly, has not landed here in Adelaide, but instead made its way to Tasmania, where we bring into the conversation convener of BirdLife Tasmania, Dr. Eric Waller. Good morning to you, Eric. Good morning, both. So, Eric, first of all, how did how did you guys down in, in the beautiful Apple Isle even know that the bar-tailed godwit had turned up? You must have had a beady-eyed bird spotted with the binoculars going, hang on a minute, what's that? No, we're, we're a little bit more sophisticated than that down here. Um, what's happened is that um, uh, a team, an international team, put on um, satellite trackers on a number of birds up in Alaska, essentially uh, a GPS chip with a solar panel. And so the bird was talking to satellites, you know, on its transit across the Pacific Ocean. And, and so we're able to see where it went, where it didn't go. And um, when it did finally turn up on the east coast of Tasmania, we knew where it was. So do they normally make it to Tassie, though? Eventually, they, we think they normally do. They normally you know, go down to New Zealand and bounce across to southeast Australia. Um, but the number of birds that have been tracked over the years is still very low. So we still don't know whether this is actually you know, an unusual event or it's normal, but we just haven't studied enough birds to, to know what the, the pattern is. So these birds are escaping the northern winter, is that right? That's right. So it's warmer in the southern hemisphere during the summer months. They'll spend six months down here. Sometime around February, March, the birds will um, migrate north back to Alaska, but they'll do it in two legs. So they, um, they fly from Alaska to Australia and New Zealand in a single flight. So they're and a bit then, like uh, they're a bit like cashed up pensioners going to Cairns during the winter oh, here we're, down we're south. Seriously, talking about grey nomads. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, this this little bird, the five month old bird, took eleven days to fly thirteen thousand yep. five hundred and sixty kilometres. Are you? Yep. I read your comments here saying it lost probably half or more of its body weight. Yes. So basically, the birds bulk up, you know, to to put on energy reserves for the flight. Because it's a non-stop flight. We know from all the satellite tracking now that these birds do not land anywhere en route. And so once they commit to the flight, they just keep on going. And they lose half their body weight. All that weight that they've put on for muscle energy, they use up on the way. And sometimes we actually get birds that are underweight when they turn up um, because they obviously didn't put enough energy reserves on before they before they left. And... And and it's just, it's a remarkable effort. I mean, the flight, the distance is incredible, but the fact that these birds lose half their body weight in 10 or 11 days is just, it, it, it is absolutely stunning. What happens now that they've landed in Tasmania? Are, are they, they, get, they go to the Salamanca markets, that's what yeah. they do. <laughs> well, do they, yeah. do they, are they able to survive in our warmer weathers or do we protect yep. them? Yep. What, what's the next steps? Well, so what happens is the bird now needs to rebuild its energy reserves because it's here for six months and then it'll bounce back up to the Northern Hemisphere and do it all over again um, in, in two legs rather than one. So these birds are long-distance champions. They have this strategy of avoiding the Northern winters and coming down to the Southern Hemisphere to enjoy the summers down here. But then as soon as, the, um, as, soon as our summer starts um, ending, they'll, they'll head north and you know, the Northern summer will be starting and they'll be breeding again up in the Northern Hemisphere uh, within... You know, a, a month of leaving uh, Tasmania or leaving Australia. Just looking at a photo of the bar-tailed godwit now, Eric, yep. it's look, got look, nice lanky little legs, but it's got that very long beak. It looks like a bit of a wader. Is that is that beak for 
smashing open shells? Is that what its diet is? No, it, it, it is a way. You're correct, it is a wader, and the long legs and the long bill allow it to feed in not just the intertight, well, the, um, at the water's edge, but also out into the water a little bit. Um, no, it's, it's more for, for soft shell, um, you know, worms and, and invertebrates in the, in the mud and sand rather than smashing open shells or anything like right. that. So, so yeah, the next month or so, that bird's just going to be stocking up and rebuilding its reserves. I mean, it lost half its body weight coming down here. First thing it's going to do is basically just walk up and down the beach, you know, feeding as much as it can to build up those reserves. Sounds like good holiday on the beach eating. (laughs) What a journey. Hey, fascinating chat. That's great. Um, We love chatting to you and uh, interesting learning about our new feathered friend. And it's got excellent taste going to Tassie. Tassie is one of my favourite parts of Australia. I haven't been there for a while, but we hope life is good for you down there too.